You're listening to the Captain's Coach Podcast, where we provide top insights into sports leadership and peak performance through interviews with some of the greatest team captains and thought leaders in the sports world. Now, here is your host, performance coach, speaker, and author, Ben Smith. Welcome to the Captain's Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Smith, and I'm excited to bring to you another episode today where we are going to be talking on storming and conflict and teams. This is one that I love to talk about and one that uh, when I have discussions with outside of the podcast normally turns into a debate, which is always fun. But today specifically, we're going to be talking about Bruce Tuckman's theory that he's came up with in 1965, and in essence, he says that uh, we go through five phases for group development. And the first one is forming, uh, and this is where you know, t- the teams and groups will, individuals will come together, and you know, they form this team, and everybody's trying to figure out exactly where they fit, what the mission and purpose is, what the culture is like, you know, what behaviors are allowable, and whatnot. So it's when you know the group of individuals come together and they form to make a team. The second phase is the storming phase, and this is where uh, individuals and teammates will start to um, start to have some conflict, and uh, you know, they'll either vie for position, or um, you know there's just some sort of uh, multiple faceted conflicts that occur within a team. And then once you pass through the storming phase. You can get into the norming phase, which is where everyone starts to settle in in their roles, find their rhythm, find their rhythm, find their place, um, and then which ultimately leads to this uh, the fourth phase, which is this peak performance uh, and performance phase, and the fifth one is a, is called adjoining. And um, so these are the the five the five main stages for group development. Uh, and he says Bruce Tuckman. When he talks about this, says that these phases are all necessary and inevitable in order for the team to grow, to face up to challenges, to tackle problems, find solutions, plan, and deliver results. And so I kind of harped there on inevitable, which means that at some point in time, based off of this theory, which is backed by research, that we have to go through a storming phase. We have to go through conflict. If we're going to get to norming and uh, the performing, where we've reached basically our potential as a team, and we're at the you know the performing phase, and we can't get there again unless we go through the storming phase. So there are two big issues that come out of this, and I see this all the time in sports with coaches and team captains. Um, first is the fear of getting into uh, storming, a fear of conflict. And this is something that we that really needs to be communicated and understood that conflict is not necessarily bad. Um, and what this means that if you're afraid to get into the stormy phase, it means that you're not ever going to get through that to get to the other side, which is where we get to be the best team and the most cohesive team that we can really be. Um, <clears throat> so again, a lot of times we'll have coaches and captains who. Um, as soon as uh, a hint of conflict 
uh, comes onto the scene, they snuff it out immediately. And what that really does is it does not allow for uh, honest discussion about uh, issues that people have, and it doesn't allow for much buy-in. And the issue with that is, you, uh, is, is the second thing I'm going to get into here is the second biggest issue is that people who do love conflict and thrive on it but never know how to uh, n- never know how to get out of the storming phase as a team. And so it's these two aspects, being afraid to get into, or the individuals and teams and leaders who thrive in conflict and always just, for whatever reason, want to, to have conflict within their team, they're never, never able to get out of this phase. And so what we want to be able to do is have, number one, the courage to go into conflict, and number two, the wisdom to get out of it. Those are the two big things, the two biggest issues that I really see when it comes to conflict and storming within a team. So there are three big takeaways I want to kind of get through to uh, you as the audience um, for this podcast. And that's that, first off, conflict is equal to better. When there's conflict just enough, you know, that takes us to a better place. And I don't know how many out there understand exercise and exercise science, but essentially there is um, there needs to be some tension that occurs when you're lifting weights. And that tension on the muscles will actually lead to micro tears. And without those micro tears, the body wouldn't actually grow and develop and, and improve. We need a little bit of tension, but too much, too much tension, too heavy weights are going to lead to these massive tears that can completely deplete you and uh, leave you injured. So we want this, 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 uh, there's a certain amount of tension that we want to get to before it becomes um, not good for us to have, essentially. So um, again, conflict takes us to a better place. And what conflict really is, it's this gap of where we currently are and where we want to be. And uh, that's, that's a good way to kind of take a look and, uh, and to see and un- understand what conflict is. Again, it's this gap of where we are currently and, and the conflicts in between where we, are, where we are currently and where we want to be. And how we, you know, in between, that gap is just loaded with energy. And how we, how we direct that energy is really important. And so when we're uh, directing and trying to figure out how to uh, progress through the stage and progress through conflict and and to get to the other side of storming, I think there's one other thing that's really important to realize, and that is that alignment is better than agreement. So we don't want to surround ourselves with yes men. We don't want to surround ourselves with all the people who think just like us. Um, there's a quote that says, where all think alike, no one thinks very much. And so what's important is not agreement. What's important is alignment. And so we want to surround ourselves with people who want the same goals as we do, who aren't in it for themselves, but uh, you know, want to accomplish and want the team to accomplish uh, the same thing. So when an individual uh, that you're about to go into conflict with or brings conflict to you, if they want the same things and they're driven and that their will to win, their will to reach this goal is the same as yours, then this... That is when you want to welcome uh, conflict, <clears throat> especially there. Um, and then 
what I'd like you to I'd like to do is paint a picture here, kind of what storming is. And uh, for lack of better words, let's think about a thunderstorm. And uh, you know, when, when a thunderstorm comes in, most of the time it's it's in and out. It's uh, it's here for 30 minutes. It pours down rain. It's lightning. It's thundering. Um, and what happens with that is this nourishment and flourishment as that storm passes, um, it's gone. And you know that rain, that water leads to, again, this nourishment and flourishment of life and grass and flowers. And um, Now on the other side of that, if you're, if you're in an area that just is constantly dreary, it's gray, it's, there's this constant like mist, fog, and uh, drizzling that occurs... And it's just, it's over you for days and days. What that leads to is mold, mildew. It doesn't lead to life and nourishment. So what that's kind of what we, we want to see. We want to see uh, when conflict is there, that it, that it occurs. It's done, um, I don't want to say ferociously, but it's, uh, what we don't want to have is something that's just lingering over a team. And we want to have the courage, again, and the wisdom to both, uh, you know, address whatever the conflict is and the issue is, and the wisdom to know how to get to the other side of that. And so there are really two options. When I mentioned that, uh, you know, conflict is this gap of where we are currently and where we want to be, and there's two ways in which we can really direct this energy that is conflict. And one is uh, kind of like it's through drama, you know, which is this misuse of energy for our own justification. And the second is what we want to do with this. We want to direct our energy in a way that's, uh, that's in a compassion accountability. Um, and the two biggest differences with these, I talk a lot about prioritization and priorities, but when we put our team at the top, our teammates and our teammates above us, both of their needs above the needs of, of ourselves, truly, when we can truly do that, we're going to, that's where the wisdom is to be able to get to the other side. So you want to, you, the things, the way that you go about conflict, the words that you say, the debates and arguments that you have, you want to have the right prioritization going into that because it's going to lead to you making the right decisions and using the right words and, uh, and, and saying the right things in the right way to allow for um, you know everybody's voice to be heard, and for you to get through to the other side. Um, you know, Tim Ferriss has a great quote that says that a person's success in life can usually be measured by the number of uncomfortable conversations he or she is willing to have. And again, teams are are full of of these moments where we really need to be having these uncomfortable conversations. And the more that we can do that, the better off we're going to be, the better, the more skilled we're going to be at this, and it's going to be helpful to us uh, in our lives moving forward. And so I think that, you know, in general, uh, we really want to, as a teammate, as a team captain, we want to be what's called a frenemy, which is uh, a friend to the individual uh, and an enemy to whatever behaviors or even thought processes that you feel like are, are, are not helpful to the team. And when you can have, again, the right prioritization, putting their, the team's needs and the players, the te your teammates' needs above your own, that's the best place to start. 
And again, just to kind of wrap up here, the two biggest issues, do not be afraid to get into conflict. And not, that, not to not be afraid, but at least to have the courage and realize that it's important that you do address uh, individuals when you know that there's this, this gap um, and there's about to be some sort of an explosion or there's this, this misty, dreary, gray atmosphere over your team because some things are not being put out into the open and said and discussed and talked about. And the second one is not loving conflict. Um, realizing that you need to have the wisdom, which really comes through some experience, um, to know how to get out of storming. And just to finalize this, you know, remember that conflict takes us to a better place and that you want to make sure that agree, you're not surrounding yourself with people that agree with you, but people that are aligned with your values and the same level of will to win and the effort that they're willing to put in to make this team uh, get to the results that they really want to try to reach. So best of luck to you as you try to initiate important conversations that need to happen within your team. Thanks for listening to the Captain's Coach Podcast with Ben Smith. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and check out our website at captainscoach.com. Join us next time for another edition of the Captain's Coach Podcast.